Hey everybody, we're back with another episode of Let's Get Something Straight, the podcast where two lifelong best friends, one gay and one straight, talk about everything from parenting and relationships to mental health, sex, and the dumb things we did when we were drunk. We laughed through it all and we hope you guys will too. Here's your invitation to the conversation, so let's get something straight. <laughs> Ain't nothing zen when you're a mom. Bush. They were a good fucking in all, band. In all its forms, just gonna <laughs> Bush is um, Bush has gone away, right? Everyone's going bald. Gone away. <laughs> gone away. Otto. Wait, is it what just was that us, song? or do we think that Bush glycerine sounds glycerine like, sounds like Nell? Nell and May from what was the name of the movie? It wasn't called Nell and May. It was Nell. Um, it was called Nell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Liam Neeson. Nell and May. Taye in the way. In the way. In the way. Skewing the belly. Skewing the belly. <laughs> glycerine. Glycerine. <laughs> Oh my god. Hi Amy. Hi Marissa. Oh my god. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> I love when we kickstart a podcast just laughing our balls off. This chair is very That's squeaky. squeaky. Too. Sorry Damn, about that. Sorry. We apologize sorry about getting... the squeakers, guys. Um great episode last week. It was. I I was just listening to it when I was uh at the store. Yeah, I love I love the whole um I love the whole Woodstock story. And stuff. we like having a guest. Thanks, Lori, for joining us. Yeah, me. for sure. That was super fun. You're a natural. She is a natural. Really? I think she had, she had a little quiet start, but then once she kind of fell into it, she forgot the, the recording was on, and she just was cool. Let's tell about it in our two weeks, our trip, what our plan is. Oh, yeah, guys, tune in. So, wait, what's to, what's today? Look at your calendar. Today's the... Um, um, today. Today's the 18th. 18th. Yeah. yeah, sorry, we're, we're, not, um, we're not recording on a Wednesday. No big secret there. Thursday is still... Midweek. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's weekly content. It's, I'm still humping on Thursday. So. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so what is it, two weeks? In two weeks, yep. So we're, we're going to go on a Friday. So we're doing our annual Labor Day weekend trip with our college girlfriends. Nine, nine women in a house. I think this year it'll be ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're going to podcast from the house with, with, the, uh, with the ladies. So I think we probably shouldn't even have a, a topic. We should just... Get drunk and cook and eat and record it. Yeah, so it might be <laughs> longer see, as and, well. And yeah, it could be two we hours. We might tap it out at like an hour and a half. <laughs> we, I mean, it's possible we can leave the thing running for a while and just see what kind of hilarity ensues. Anyway, that's coming up in two weeks. So um, get prepared, guys. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Uh, this week's topic uh, suggested by no other than Sarah Diana. Your mommy. My mama. <laughs> she Hi. wants to uh, she wants to talk about balance and being a working a working gal and a wife and a mom and a friend and a daughter and a sister and and then self comes last. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about balance. How do you balance it all? What exactly is balance? How would you define it? If it was something achievable at all. I don't, myself personally, I have no balance in my life. Don't go by me. I have zero zen. Yeah, everything <laughs> is not zen. <laughs> and I don't do well without it. <laughs> I think I'm terrible have anxiety. No, I, I agree with that. I'm, I'm constantly, I, I, I woke up with anxiety this morning. <laughs> I wake up with anxiety every morning. It's near impossible to be everything to everyone. That's true. Moment. So, all right. So we know what it's not. And no one we feel like we're out of balance. But what is balance? What would, how would you feel balanced? You said before we started recording that you've been out of balance for four years. So five years ago, 
what makes what you, was going on? I mean, it's probably been longer than that. You it's had like your kid. the more roles you take on. I've taken on and and managerial roles at work. I mean, it's a lot. Right. I have to take stuff home now. It's for me. The more you get promoted, the higher up in your career you get, the more responsibility yeah, you get. And you're just, also listen, stay-at-home moms working from home moms, that's fucking hard too. 100%. None of it's easy. None of it's easy. It's all difficult. None of it is easy. And I find what brings balance is being able to tell yourself, I cannot do all these things. Mm. It's impossible to do. The ability to say no sometimes. Yes, 100%. Yeah. And to put yourself first. Yeah. Which means others are lacking, but sometimes that has to be. Right. That's hard to do because then, you know, then the, the guilt comes raining down. Of course. <laughs> and the anxiety comes with that. Of course. Of course. Yeah, it's really hard. I, I, I think balance to me is the ability to do a little bit of all of it, not a lot of all of it. Like Correct. To, to do a little bit of all of it so that I, 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 will, I feel balanced when I can at least touch on every one of those things, right? Work, wife, mom, friend, daughter, sister self. Um, if I can touch on all of those, then I, I think I would feel balanced. Daily. Uh, weekly, well, monthly. let's say, let's say weekly. Okay. Let's look at it in, on a weekly basis, right? Cause I mean, 24 hours, yeah. <laughs> I have to sleep. <laughs> it's just not enough time in a day, but during, during, a, during a week, if I feel like, all right, I, I was, you know, fairly productive at work and, you know, I made my husband happy. I, you know, made food for my kids. I took care of them. I nurtured them. Uh, I put clothes on them, called my um, mom every once in a while, got in touch with my friends, was a, was a good friend, at least tried to offer myself to people without really emptying my bucket. I think that's where I get myself in trouble. Like, I just empty myself right. onto other people. Right. And then I'm completely empty. Of course. And I don't have really good ways to fill, refill my bucket. That's right. a problem too, right? That's, that's out of balance. Of course. If you don't get to that, you know, that finish line of self, I'm a terrible sister. I probably should call my brother. I think you're more. a terrible sister. Well, he wouldn't say I'm a terrible I just sister, think, but I feel like I'm a terrible sister. I think sister. relationships, and I think that's part of the problem, too. People project what they feel, and the other person couldn't even be thinking that, right? Oh, God, that's so, really like, true. So, like, for years, my brother and I were just in different spaces. Mm. He's six years ahead of me, but he had kids at 27. Right. I wasn't even freaking dating anybody at 27, I don't yeah. think. And... There was a time that, not that we weren't ever close, but we didn't speak to each other, like, even weekly. Mm. And we've come to a place in our life, I speak to my brother daily, if not twice a day, like, and that's just where our relationship is I think that's great. Now. I don't have that with my brother, but not because but of any reason. my point is, that evolves, because at one time <clears throat> I was really right. close to my sister Stephanie, and it could have been as simple as her work hours were the same as mine, and we would bullshit every day on our way home from yeah. work. You know what I mean? My sister Angela has gotten an amazing promotion. I'm so freaking proud and happy for my baby sister. Um, and her job is really intense and I don't mm. get to speak to her as much because yeah. Yeah, cause she's, yeah, she's, she's she busy. works really long. Well, hours. do you remember when I first got the job in safety? Like how old Hagen five, oh God, five years ago? You, you never talked to me. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah. And you hated it. You I would say, it. I hate this fucking I job. You <laughs> can't talk sucks. to me. During the yeah. Sucks. Well, my life, well, that's true. Everything kind of ebbs and flows, right? Cause my job is very different now. 
uh, if anybody knows what it is, I don't even know what it is. (laughs) That's like I know what it is. You know what I do for a living. I don't really know what I do for a living. I know what it is. I have to sell it to everybody, including people that I work with. Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah, so jobs kind of ebb and flow, and that becomes different. I think the the stagnant things in your life are obviously you're a wife, you're a mom. um, But even then you feel like you, you, you don't really meet all of those expectations either. Yeah, I feel terrible. Like, I come home from work. So my job in particular, I leave at 5.30 in the morning. Nobody in my house is awake. So I don't speak to my family. I don't see them in right. the morning. I don't get to say good morning. Yeah, there's no, Have a like, cup of coffee together. Right. What's our plans for the day? Mm-hmm. I see no one. I have to walk around like a ninja because I don't want to wake anybody up. <laughs> I'm and a ninja. <laughs> it's dark outside. Yeah. Nobody's awake. It's dark when I get home. And I give, like, 12 hours. And my job is a very... Um, What's the word I'm thinking? Like, you just have to be all in. Yeah. You know, I don't get breaks. I don't get lunch. It's yeah, like it's, that, and it's very tactical, and it's... And it's, it's intense. It's intense, and, and it's you're literally heavy, heavy lifting. <laughs> and it's ever, can you, can you, can you, can you, can you, can you, all day long. Right. That when I get home, I'm just, like, shut off, and I feel mm-hmm. terrible, because it's like I have nothing left to give my family on right. days that I work. So... Thankfully, I work four days a week, so I try to give of myself the other three. Right. But that's not fair to them either. And I try to work on that. And then Well, that's kind of why I say you can't really, you can't really define how well-balanced you are within a 24-hour period, right? Because th- you will never achieve that. No. I don't think anyone could. No. You're, uh, on a day-to-day basis, something on that laundry list of things of who you are to whom is going to be lacking. Something has to give. So I say, look at it in bigger chunks. Look at it like, you know, this past week, was I, you know, a good employee, a good mom, a good friend, a good wife? Like, did I meet? Yeah, at least within a week's time. Right. It's a little bit easier to to handle. And I have to say, and I've mentioned this on previous podcasts before, I have it a bit easier as a mom with another mom. Because, I mean, before we had kids, Karen and I would talk about having kids, and we all we had all those discussions, which is good before you get married. Please do that. It's important. It doesn't sound so at the time, but you should talk about everything. You should talk about money and children and oh, yeah. religious beliefs and how you feel about family and yeah. how you plan to raise your children. Mm-hmm. And I said, my job is very all-encompassing. My hours are long. And, I mean, it was difficult even with pets, never mind a baby. Right. And she works from home, and she has to travel once in a while, but she probably travels four weeks out of the year, and she was like, no, I'm okay with that. She works from home. Mm -hmm. So, like, I have it easier. Like, my laundry's done. Yeah. The stuff's done, like, when I get home. Like, I don't have to do all that. I can't imagine doing – like, I have a hard time managing just that. Yeah. Imagine doing, like, you cook every night. Like, I I, I have to just cook for myself most of the time because they're already ate. (laughs) So, it's like, you have to, like – um. And I guess you can get stuff done during the day. Like, you could be working now and doing laundry. I'm not physically here to do any of that. <laughs> if, my husband, if my husband is listening to this podcast, which he, which he does, I love you, honey, um, he's screaming at the radio right now saying, she does not do laundry, Amy. <laughs> don't let her tell you she's busy doing laundry. I okay. don't. Thank God my husband does laundry. I, okay. I hate it, vehemently hate it, and he's really good at it. Um. <laughs> he's really good. He's learned to be because you're yeah. fucking doing it. So no, he was always good at it. He, his, his mother taught him how. My mother didn't teach me shit. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, no, I, I, I cook because I like cooking. Um, but even, even that can be hard because my kids are 
asshole eaters. And picky, picky, like picky, mine. picky, picky. They don't eat what I cook. I mean, I do these Facebook bone ape tit recipes. None of that shit my kids are eating, by the way. Most of it, it's like Richie and I are eating it for two days in a row. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Because I make so much. Um, but, but yeah, I, I think, what does it feel like when you're out of balance? I think for me, when I feel out of balance, I feel unproductive and guilty. And, and my anxiety ramps up. That's when I know that I'm completely out of balance. Mm-hmm. Um, what does out of balance feel like to you? Like you said, like I feel overwhelmed and guilt that, yeah. oh, I haven't spoken to this person. When was the last time I did that? Did right. I talk to them about that? Did I, yeah. And I also or feel, my own self, like my own health. Like I'm, yeah, I'm I was just gonna, to like, I was just gonna say, be that. healthy. And I'm so angry at myself because yeah. it's just, and that's on me. That's on nobody else. Because my wife would support that 100. percent If I was like, listen, every day I'm going to the gym after work, she'd be like, go. Yeah, it's not that I don't have that support. It's like I have no fucking motivation to do. I don't it. think that that's abnormal for anybody. I certainly don't have motivation to go to the gym. Would I rather... I used to. Fucking sweat it out on a treadmill for 30 minutes and lose 80 calories, or would I just drink 80 calories when I get home? I'd rather just drink the 80 and fuck it. (laughs) Yeah. the extra 20 pounds. Yeah. That's what's terrible. No, I mean, but you're not the only one. I'm certainly in in that boat as well. Like, sometimes self-care to me is is self-destruction. Yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. That was awesome. At least that should be on a t-shirt. That's seriously I don't amazing. do self-care, I do self-destruction, which which I do. Which is my toxic trait too. I think that's like who's who's isn't. Somebody yeah. told me very recently they 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 run on coffee, whiskey and weed. Like <laughs> like everybody has their their Stick. shit yeah. that like I just wish my vice could be healthy. Whose like, fucking vice is healthy? Some people. Some people, like, they go like, to the gym, they will eat a certain thing and be like, I will eat chicken and broccoli all fucking week for my protein because I know mm, I know a lot of people like that. That are, like, obsessed. They're just, yeah, in that. a different way, but at least that sounds more positive than mine. Well, yeah, I mean, you're probably going to live longer if you do that than if you sit on the <laughs> deck and drink a bottle of wine and half a bottle of vodka. At least we don't smoke cigarettes. There's that. That's Which true. is huge. Um, it Which is huge because I used to smoke. Well, um, you saw my Woodstock photo of Newport Light. Yeah, we both used to smoke. Um, I never I, really smoked on the regular. It was very weird. Like, I've oh, never I never even did. really bought my own cigarettes. Oh, my God, I did. I've always been that way. Like, I've never bought my own drugs. I just mm. dabble back in the day. I don't yeah. do drugs early anymore. Well, I'm, that's a lie. I, <laughs> I've, now that marijuana is legal, I've been to the dispensary oh several times. It's actually taken over my alcoholic gene, which is great. I don't really drink alcohol as much as I used to. I know. You're trying to get me into this, too. Talking about self-destruction yeah, and self-care. To, <laughs> Um, Quit the alcohol. I'm smoke some way, weed. I'm Doesn't way too. I'm way too. I'm too anxious, Mm-mm. and I get more. An- you would think smoking weed would calm me down. It doesn't. Like I have this feeling of like I know I'm high. I don't want drinking this makes you anymore. Anxious too. I'm your best friend. Drinking gets you anxious too. The following day when yeah. I'm sober, yeah. No, I get anxiety for sure all the time. I wake up with anxiety every day. What I do? What I say? What happened? See, no, I, it's I, not even I, I about that. It's 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 not even about that anymore because what I'm su- doing and saying to the people I'm doing it and saying it to are, are non-judgmental people because I got rid of all the other ones. Right. So I'm not worried about that. Like I'm right. not worried about like oh fuck what did I text this or no I, I don't even I don't care anymore. Um, and my husband and I are are, are cool. It's just this general like I don't know what it is. It's like a chest heaviness for it's just a physical feeling now. Just like oh fuck. I hate this. It's like I have to live every day like this. 
if I'm getting excited. But mm-hmm. when when you're not um, when you're not kind of ticking all those boxes, and you feel like you're leaving something off the table of all the many hats that you have to wear, it's this sense of I'm responsible for all these things. And if you're missing it, any part of it. Like this morning, I was like, fuck, I was supposed to set up a meeting yesterday for Monday and I forgot to do it. And like 24 hours can be a big difference with people's schedule. Like, you mm-hmm. know, that all of that. Yeah. Kind of, I was supposed to do it yesterday. Fuck, I lost all this time. I was like quick scrambling on my phone at like 7 o'clock in the morning trying to schedule a meeting for Monday to make sure I got everybody. Like it's shit like that. Right. So I feel completely like I, I, I thought I had a great day at work yesterday. Like felt really, really productive and, and talked to a lot of like high up people and I was like yeah I fucking kicked ass today and then that happened and I was like it just wiped out all of that good productive yeah. positive feeling and now I was just like oh, I'm just shit but we used to stop that because it's <laughs> the like, negative self-talk what's the big friggin deal the meeting will happen yeah. nothing will change like we really have to, and you brought up an interesting point today because we're only talking about this from the woman's perspective and then we were curious to hear a man's perspective on this mm-hmm. because I'm sure they have the same worries uh, yeah, absolutely. I think I think um, there there's I don't think I know there is a stigma um, for men and mental health and their ability to, you know, emote and their ability to have their mental health accepted. And, you know, it's like they're not supposed to feel like shit. Right. They're not supposed to be depressed. They're not supposed to be anxious. They need to just get up and go and be But I will say that we should learn from them because I, of the men I know, they don't carry this guilt shit. We should learn from that. That's the Um, one thing I appreciate of men. mm, Most of them don't, like if you sat with a guy and said, did you talk to your mom this week? Do you feel so guilty about it? They'd be like, I'm fucking busy. She knows I got kids. She knows I have a family. I'll talk to her next week. I think you're right about, I think you're right about that. I think they do have a sense of guilt, but for different things. Correct. They don't really, I don't think men have a sense of like emotional guilt. I admire that from them. We need to learn some of that. Yeah. We have to stop putting ourselves on the hook so much. Like, he'll be like, no, I didn't this week. I'll talk to her next week. Right. Like, she knew I have kids. I'm fucking busy with the kids. What? They right. practice. They And they zero guilt. Yeah. And I appreciate that and admire that. And I yeah. think we should learn from that. For sure. I think that, um, oh, I, 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 on, I mean, I'm stuttering over myself. I think there's two ways that you combat, you know, the secret to having balance really is not about doing doing more and trying to tick all those boxes. I think it's it's two things. It's first, it's radical self-acceptance. You don't have to be any better or any more than who and what you are right now. Radically accept that without but and excuses and nuance, none of that. Just radical self-acceptance right here and right now. Who you are as an employee, as a mom, as a friend, as a wife, as whatever your body, yourself, radical self-acceptance. Hard to do, easy to say, hard to do. Secondly, forgiveness of self. So you're talking about how like men don't have that emotional guilt about emotional things. I think men feel guilty about more physical things. Things they kind of set a goal or set an intention and didn't meet that, and then they feel like they failed. Right. Not so much like, oh, I didn't call my mom today or something like that, where we would... We would put that emotional baggage heavy, heavy, heavy on ourselves. And right. I think men have a um, an easier... Uh, they can compartmentalize They can compartmentalize more. that more and kind of make justifications in and ways that don't hurt them. That You know what I'm saying? Correct. That they don't carry that guilt around and they for have those things. A very... And I'm not... Of course, we're not generalizing, but... 
they have a one-way thinking, which I appreciate as well. So when I, and I work with three men and I'm their boss, believe it or not. And why wouldn't I? So when we're at work, (laughs) all they're concentrating on is this next thing here. And I'm like, you kind of like, like I I can't use that room because here, here and here, two cases later, I need that. Right. You have to appreciate that. They don't even think of that. It's just like, I'm going to do this. I'm only doing this. So while I'm at work, I'm just worried about work. I don't give, like, I'm not thinking about what my sister's doing, what my mom's doing, what, when I get home, what I have to do. Like, I'm concentrating on right. what I'm doing right, right now here and at right this now. moment. Yeah. And that's such a great quality to have because women, we never do that. I'm yeah. at work and I'm concentrating on what's Jack's doing. I wonder if he has like, oh, I got to call Karen back because yeah. I think da da da. I think oh, you're we're right going about to that, that concert tomorrow. I better get the parking pass for it. Right. And oh, I'm going to da 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 da. Like, you non-stop. feel like you're constantly having to be non-stop. 10 steps ahead All the time. And, to, and thinking on behalf of other people. All the time. Right? Because you're not even thinking about yourself. You're thinking on behalf of other people because. We have this sense of we have to take care of all of it. You know, the the nurturing nature of women in general is we're, we're not just nurturing ourselves. We're nurturing everybody. So we Correct. have to think of all of it. Yep. And that is just like such an emotional, mental tiredness, like oh, exhaustion. God. I'm tired talking about it. I'm tired about talking about it. Like literally. <laughs> yeah. I think like we I get need, so jealous. They just sit need there to, and they're like, yeah, hey, do this right here. And I'm like, well, where are you supposed to call the bank for your wife <laughs> They're like, oh, right. yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, um, I thought the deadline on your rate for your mortgage was today. And he's like, well, and I'm just like, what I'm so fuck? like, like, how yeah. do you? You're making me upset. Yeah, but it's your problem. So I think we put too much on ourselves and it's our own fault. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. We, we Forgiveness of self. We have yeah. to be able to forgive ourselves and say, you know what, it's okay that I didn't make that phone call or it's okay that I didn't set up that meeting or it's okay that, you know, I, I didn't get the laundry done today or I f- didn't feel like cooking today. So we ordered out and the kids had McDonald's again, like yeah. shit like that. Um, it's okay that like I felt really stressed out and I sat on the deck and I drank a bottle of wine and half a bottle of vodka and went to bed drunk again. <laughs> and for us to portray to them, I'm not people, hurting anybody but myself. <laughs> and for us to portray to others that it's okay, yeah, that they didn't do it for us. It's important. Like when yeah. I talk to my sisters, like I'll have all this guilt, and they're like, "Dude, I'm so fucking busy. Like, don't even. Yeah, I didn't don't even, even think worry of it. about or it." Or I'm thinking, "God, does my sister must hate me? Like, I haven't talked to her in a month." Right, and we yeah, we. And put when I a call lot her, of, she's like, Are yeah. "You kidding me? I've been nuts too." Yeah, like, so you just even you put yourself. that shit like, on yeah, yourself. Like, why are you stressing when yourself? you're yeah when you're assuming and I think it's, it's important from, from us speaking to others to say that. Don't put that on you. Right. Call me when you can. Yeah, good. I get it. Be forgiving. I get of, it. Yeah, be forgiving of others too. It's just about general kindness, right? It's just 100%. be kind to yourself and be kind to, to others. other people. It's not fucking hard, but I mean, it is hard because we're so shitty to ourselves. Oh God, are we? Self care really is self destruction. It really in is. Most people. It really is. I'm sitting here like thinking. I'm <laughs> think this was a bad idea yeah, to I'm talk like, about Jesus. this. Sarah! Hey, Sarah, here we are. Now we're depressed! Ma! <laughs> Thanks a lot. Just because your fucking kids are grown and you're retired living yes, your Sarah, best life. What kind of fucking balance do you have now, retired, living your best life? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, we were talking about all the time, and she cracks up seeing us now going through what she had to go through. You know, she had freaking four kids and a mom and a grandma, and she mm. had the same thing. She was yeah. all over the fucking place. Yeah, so she was a lot of things to a lot of people. laughing her ass off at us now. Yeah. Going through the same thing, like, Paybacks are a bitch. <laughs> yeah. My mom, too. My mom took care of literally.
literally everybody, generations above and below her at the same time. That's what you did. That's what you did. So, yeah, so that that's like the... Sorry to call you guys out, the like the boomer mindset, right? Work, 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 work until you're dead. Dead, literally. <laughs> Who raised us, Gen Xers, and, you know, we're kind of in the analog age and on the cusp of the internet age, and so we're still in that mindset, too. Work, 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 work. Do all things for all people at Please, all everybody, times. Please, everybody, because what if Be you lost your job, they right. went the depression, yeah. you want food on your table. Exactly, you the- exactly, and that's why we are the way we are. Um, the next generation, the millennials, I think the, the, the older millennials are kind of closer to like Gen Xers. I think the younger millennials, like the people that are in like their late twenties, early thirties now, they have this concept that's, I've seen it on the news. I've seen it on TikTok. I read about it. Yeah. You can read it. Yeah. It's called quiet quitting. So you're not actually quitting your job. You're just quitting the idea that you have to pour every ounce of yourself into your job, overwork, do, you know, work over hours and overtime and all of that. The idea is that you literally just do your job description and that is it. And they're correct. The bare fucking minimum. But I think they're to right. To get by, this is what I get paid to do and this is what I'm doing. Yeah, I agree. and I agree with them 100%. Like, my job tries to make you go above and beyond. But I think about it. I'm not a partner in this fucking business. I'm an at-will employee. Mm -hmm. We made a contract that I work from 6 a.m. to 4 p.m. Beyond that, go fuck yourself or Mm -hmm. give me a share. Yeah. You wanted me to (laughs) extend, give me some shares of this company. Yeah. Short of that, they have it right. Yeah. Well, I think... They really do. Well, I think it's... The the whole salary, getting paid on a salary, Mm -hmm. is so toxic. Ultimately, when you think about it, and I think that that's part of this quiet quitting thing, right? Because you get paid a certain amount of money at your job, and your job description is to do these things, but those lines can so easily be blurred. Correct. And you're you end up doing, but you're not getting compensated. For way it. right because you're on a salary. This is it. This is all you're getting like, paid. But you could be working. And exponentially harder and longer 100%. within that time period, or or. Or an extended and time period. And they're kind of right. Like, I uh, I do that for my job. I go above and beyond. I work crazy hours. And I you wor- just said you completely empty yourself out. And you come home to your family. And, I'm, and you're, you're, you're empty. You right, have nothing to give. But the more I'm thinking about it is, fuck that. It's not my business. I don't own this business. Right. What, and, and fuck you for expecting me to do everything for your business. Then fucking pay me. You want me to do more tasks than my job description? Pay me. Well, yeah, I think we can learn something from and these And I might nitpick. These they millennials. Because they nitpicking. <laughs> exactly. Like, bosses were like, well, Pull that's back. nitpicking. Well, no, fuck you. We fuck agree. you. You would contract. nitpick on me. Yeah. If I wasn't doing what Correct. I was getting paid to do. Like, here's our contract. Oh, you want to renew it? Yeah. Oh, you're adding shit to it. Great. What's my compensation for Right. Those? The terms have changed. Absolutely. You just, like, talking right here have, like, changed my life because that's when I'm starting Monday morning because I just had a conversation, and I had a bad experience yesterday. At work? At work. And I'm like, you You're know what? out of balance. You need Fuck to quiet quit. You. I'm going to quiet, quiet quit. Quiet quit. Quiet quit. Quiet quit. Quiet quit. Quiet quit. Or I might just fucking quit. I don't know. <laughs> or completely quit. Or completely quit. Well, the millennials, uh, the millennials, I love to say that, the millennials, these little troll monsters, I love them. Um, they're, they got this shit right because they're not stupid, right? They know they have to make money. Right. They're not just live. out quitting or like, fuck you, I don't even want to work. That's Gen Z, right. I think. 
They don't want to work at all. Um, well, th- that was the generation that, like, got participation trophies mm-hmm. when they were three, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, no, I think the idea of, like, I'm not stupid. I have to keep my job. I need to make money. But I'm not pouring myself into my fucking job. Right. Like, I'm... To have nothing left. Yeah, to have nothing left. And it'd be different if, like, I was working up to a partnership or something that I'm Well, like, obviously, that's a goal that you want for yourself, right? I have to work my ass off to know that I'm going to get to this level. Right. That's not how it is anymore. I can't put my head down and do that for friggin' 60 years. Oh, my God. We're not going to live that long. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the midlife right now. Yeah, that's my plan. See, All right, so I'm adding that to the list. All right, people, start. get your pen and paper out. <laughs> start yes. writing these things down. Quiet quit, radical self-acceptance, and forgiveness of self. These are the three things. Takeaways. Three takeaways that I think are important in establishing balance. And don't look to balance it's like don't weigh yourself on the scale every day. Don't look to balance yourself in a in a period of twenty four hours. You're just it's not going to be able to tick off those boxes. Even weekly is a struggle. So weekly is a struggle. The best you can do. Do your fucking best, and you know what? We forgive you. You're killing yeah. it. And stop feeling so guilty. Stop feeling so fucking you guilty. You don't have to be guilty. <laughs> <laughs> it ought to be illegal. Make, Make it, it a crime to be guilty. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even get through any fake lyrics and just start laughing. <laughs> It ought to be illegal. <laughs> Just quiet, quit your job and find balance. <laughs> it ought to be illegal. Making me be a white mind, friend, daughter, sister, and employee. <laughs> that shit, that shit is too much. <laughs> that shit ought to be illegal. illegal. <laughs> I only want three roles to play in my life at a time. <laughs> I'm gonna put these hats back on the shelf. <laughs> I love it. Ah! All oh right, my God. Marissa. Well, now let's go on to our hump day special. Okay, hump day. I like to hump, even though it's Thursday. So I do want to um, explain what a hump day special is because uh, uh, we had a few new listeners and are like, "What the fuck happened? You went from like Woodstock to vape, vaping last week. Like, what? What is going on?" <laughs> So anyway, a hump day special is just a way for us to close the conversation that we've had, you know, for our main topic and then move on to something either funny or ridiculous or out there to kind of end the show on a on a laugh. (laughs) So this week's hump day special is the time I lost my shit. I'll let you do just do your two stories because these are hilarious. No, I remember the first I, one. The, the, I I have I lose my shit on a daily basis. Anybody that knows me knows that. you have to come up with one lose well, your shit, and you can lose your shit on multiple people. Okay, on your wife, on your coworkers, the memorable on one. your friends. I'll tell the memorable one that I still get shit for in honor of Labor Day weekend coming. All right, well, why don't you tell that first? Okay. So as we said, we've been doing Labor Day weekend for Mm -hmm. many, many years with our college girlfriends. And as we said before, priorly on this, we said that we used to tent camp. Yeah, like straight up camping. Straight up tent camping. Like shit in the woods camping. And back (laughs) in the day, Amy could drink a lot more than she can now. Oh, yeah. So Amy used to pound you a thirty tell pack. The story because I don't even remember half of it was how drunk I well, was. Well, you were drunk. You used to be able to pound a thirty pack like in a night. Oh, in a night and be fine and get up at like. Well, no, not be fine. No, I mean the next morning, get up in like four hours <laughs> oh, and be yeah, like, the next, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't you even drink back. a six pack now without being yeah, no, in you, bed for two days. You could bounce back quick. Um, I forget what she was talking about. Is my point. 
when I, oh, I, I don't know if right. I misheard so, or what. Or, all right. So there, mo- this was back when we used to invite. I'm, I'm not going to say names, though. No, no, no. Of course not. This was back when we used to invite, you know, a lot more people. Yes. <laughs> We've narrowed it down to some VIPs. Yeah. That we uh, all as, get along. Yeah. All kind of. Yeah. That, but it, it took two decades to get to that. To get to the like, roster. To get to the, yeah, the, the official <laughs> roster for Labor Day weekend. But anyway, so this was a long time ago. So this individual um, was not a regular, certainly not a VIP. We we knew her for a, obviously a really long time, but not necessarily our favorite person. But every Labor Day weekend, there's some either a song or a catchphrase or something that's like the theme of the, <laughs> the weekend. weekend. So this the theme of this weekend for whatever reason, I don't know who who or what what it was about or who came up with it but it was like we were laughing at ourselves saying but like you know what i really hate yeah you know what i hate we would say yeah. you know what i hate camping <laughs> and then we would be we're like but you're for three days yeah you know what i really hate this tray <laughs> hot dogs i hate <laughs> dick i would tell you that's what i anything saying. anything yeah, okay amy no you know what i really hate dick <laughs> so so you and I were kind of doing this back and forth, just being silly, drunk assholes. Like, you know, really everything. So then... But this, I'm like 30 beers in, though. You're 30 beers in. And so you you went out to into the woods to do your business, right? Because that's where business... Make pee-pee. Go, yeah, business happens in the 30 woods. 30 beers so makes you pee a lot. Off she a goes. Lot. Off she goes. So this individual... But she's been irritating all day. Do the background. Sh- this is not the first... Um, I don't remember the background. I mean, yeah, she's been irritating all day, but she's she's irritated us our, our whole life. Yeah, she's just like <laughs> so, an irritating person. Yeah, she's not our like, favorite. Oh. She's not her favorite. We didn't invite her. She was an invite from Correct. an... In- yeah. Um, yeah. So, and it's kind of annoying because, like, we started this tradition, so you're... I hate people that come in yeah, and they're, then, like, bossy of what they like. Or, or Don't pe- fucking come Or then. people that want to get in on the inside joke, right? I mean, you and I have been best friends since we're 16, so, of course, right. we have a plethora of inside jokes, and we laugh our balls off, and, you right. know, only now in our 40s we're podcasting and letting other people in on the inside <laughs> jokes, so now you guys are in on it. But anyway, this individual was also drunk, but really wanted to be in on the inside joke. So... Amy goes out into the woods to take a pee, and this individual is standing there, and I was just, I, I, I probably was high as well, and, and just had the giggles. One little thing, I was a lot more violent in my 20s, and I don't know why. Um, there is no sex in her violence. Speaking of Bush, <laughs> no sex in your violence. <laughs> no, no sex in Amy's violence. I used to be very... Violent. I don't know why. Not I used to be violent. I used to not, I used to not start shit, but I was no, not afraid it, to throw hands. Oh yeah. And now as an old Amy. lady, I'm like, mm, if you, I ain't touching nobody. Yeah. I'm like well, getting my yeah. ass kicked. I get my ass kicked now. I'm a fat middle aged lady. I get my ass beat. <laughs> Wait. Like back then, I could fight a little. All right. So Amy, Amy was ornery, and um, so this individual was like, you know what I hate? Because now she wants to get in on. I know what I hate. And I was like, just looking at her, like that's a fucking asshole. You know what I hate? Amy. <laughs> So, and for no so reason, Amy with wolf ears in the I, I, woods. I have very good hearing. Literally wolf ears in the woods, crotch in the grass, <laughs> pissing, heard, you know what I hate? Amy. The rage. I was raging against the machine. Amy was raging against the machine. I don't know why. Snapped, for no reason. Turned really. green and about 400 pounds and seven and a half feet tall, skin green, ripped jeans, the the toes sticking out of the shoes. This crazy bitch came out of the woods like a goddamn Hulk. What? Amy, smash. 
it's still a joke. I can live this down. This is probably literally 20 ran, years ran ago. Ran up to this. It, down. it was literally rather, 20 years ago. Yes. And it's still a joke Amy, to this day. Amy Smash is, is a joke Amy forever. Smash forever. So Amy Smash comes out of the woods enraged. What? You hate me? And took this small individual by the shoulders, picked her up, and threw her on the ground. <laughs> And she went flying. She did go flying. I didn't flying. mean for her to go that far. No, it was. I felt you bad. I did feel bad. Fucked her up. I felt bad. You fucked. You didn't feel bad. A little bit. <laughs> I didn't mean to throw her that far. You fucked her up so bad. And she was shocked and surprised because in her mind, she was like, I, this was a joke. Like, you, y'all you been joking about, you know what I hate? You know what I hate? It's not your joke. It's not your motherfucking joke, <laughs> bitch. So sit down. And, and so, but immediately in my mind, right, the sergeant at arms kicks in in my head. I'm like, it's only fucking Friday night. This bitch just drank a 30 pack. She's Hulk throwing people <laughs> on the ground. We have another three days. Like, mama has to squash this immediately. And there's arms. only one way to, 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 to take a Hulk smash Amy. The goon arm. And, and calm her down. I don't think I goon armed you. you. Totally I think I goon necked you. Oh, you goon necked you. Yeah, you goon I goon armed Lori, would out of you a know? As you but said, I goon necked you. As you have said in other episodes, do you know you're the only person that could do that to me? Yeah. Because if I'm raging and someone tried to grab me by my neck, no, and I definitely down, was. I, I was wrestling a, a crocodile. Back for then, sure. I would have killed the person trying to. But I'm like Steve Irwin, and you're the crocodile. Like <laughs> I can handle you. <laughs> no, but I'm saying you're the only person that would I allow I know to do what, that to me. I know that without punching him in the fucking. Face. I know that. That's what I'm saying. I'm Steve Irwin. You're the crocodile. The crocodile's not going to hurt Steve Irwin. Crocodile's going to fuck somebody else up, but he ain't going to fuck up me. It's not a stingray. Isn't it? You're not a stingray. Oh, that was terrible. Oh God, let's that not was talk terrible. about. He died the weekend. All right, that was 2006. Anyway, I digress. I goon armed this crazy ass bitch. No, I didn't goon arm you. I goon necked you. I grabbed you by the neck into the tree and. I think you. I think you might have like your fat. Your feet left the ground. I think I did. I, I think know. I lifted you up with my Hulk strength. <laughs> and I just like grabbed you by your neck and pushed you back behind the tent. And, and I was like, apologize. Like, Is that what I said? To yeah. Her? And I didn't say I'm sorry. Fuck you. No, you didn't say you were nope. sorry. And now that I'm I look, still not. I'm still uh, not sorry. Now that we look back at it and we we hate this person you guys give even me more a- accolades now we do and and we're and now I apologize to you so I should have <laughs> let you fuck her up but in my mind I'm like we we can't have this we we, we have three more days to go we so can't just have to this. reference things of telling you Amy twenty years ago doing this I'll tell you why I got <laughs> mad last year at Amy. At herself. This oh, is the Amy, of, you still Amy Smash, but you just do it in more self-destructive ways. You don't hurt other people. This is Amy at 20 to 44. Yeah. Amy was mad at herself because I, for whatever drunk-ass reason I you did it, decided drunk. to smash a wine glass in a fire pit. Yeah, you threw And it. I am upset with myself to this day. To this I day, just going to call the owners, tell them myself, say what a piece of shit I am, buy them whatever they needed, and say, don't have me back here. Well, look, forgiveness of self. We've talked about this. And you guys were forgiving for me. And of I'm course. We'll get it. I'm so annoying. We'll stop it. Myself. We'll stop it. Your turn. Knock it off. Your turn. Okay. The time I lost my shit. I lost my shit. This story I lovingly refer to as the butter knife story. (laughs) I love this story. (laughs) So um, I'm sure my uh, my husband is listening. He's uh, the co-star of this story. So rewind. Ryder was. um, I guess he was like two. And he was, you know, potty training. And we were really stressed out because it was like August. It was around this time. It was August. And he was about to start pre-K. And they were not going to accept him in the pre-K if he was not completely potty trained. And we had been working on it throughout, you know, a couple of months. Boys are really, really hard to potty train, by the way. 
But now I'm fucking stressed out because the school is telling me if he is without, if he is not without diapers, completely without diapers or pull-ups. We're not taking him. He's, yeah, he, he can't come. And I'm like, all of his friends are moving up into the next class in the, in the preschool and he's going to be left behind with the, the diaper kids and he, he's going to be a mess. So I was like adamant. He needs to be potty trained. And we had schedules and rewards and, like, all kinds of shit. And physically put him on the toilet certain times a day. Like, I was adamant. Very, very scheduled. Uh, With Hagen, I was less so. Uh, (laughs) But this is with my older one. So, totally stressed out. Richie goes to pick him up from school and bring him home. And the deal was, like, the minute you get him in the house, you bring him right to the bathroom. And and put him on 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 the toilet and make him go. Um, so I'm in the kitchen cooking, and Richie comes home and like he gets distracted and whatever, <clears throat> and he goes into the living room, I guess. Um, and he can for he can um, correct me if I'm getting any of these minute details wrong, but um, he did not do what I told him to do, <laughs> which was to put the kid on the pot the minute you bring him home. He's, like, unpacking things and putting his shit down. He puts the baby in in the living room or whatever. And I'm, you know, cook, I'm cooking. My hands are, you know, full of whatever food. And I'm buttering bread. Because <laughs> Ryder would like to have, like, butter bread and, like, maybe pasta and, like, meatballs or something. I don't – some kind of, you know, trivial dinner. And I'm buttering bread. <laughs> and I'm yelling at him, like, put the kid – on on the pot like bring him to the bathroom bring and Richie was like I will in a second and blah, blah, blah. I'm like no you really need to do it because I, if he has an accident it's like mentally it'll like set him back like he he needs to go with no accidents you know that's how we're gonna get him to get over this potty training hump he can't have an accident so I'm like put him get bring him to the bathroom bring because I can't do it I'm, I'm buttering the bread and I'm cooking and I'm trying to get dinner together and Richie is stalling and doing something else and the kid has a fucking accident. And I lose my shit. <laughs> and I start screaming at it was like Hulk. Guttural. Like Hulk came out. Guttural I screams. start screaming at him. Now he's screaming at me because you know my husband ain't gonna take no shit, not even from me, which is why we're still married. He's screaming at me. I'm screaming at him. I told you to fucking put the fucking kid in the fucking pot. <laughs> like losing my mind like a fucking maniac. I have a knife in my hand. <laughs> I swear to Christ, and I am not proud of this. <laughs> I dragged that butter knife across his face and tried to slit it. <laughs> I tried to slit his face. With a butter knife. With a butter knife. Full of butter. Full of butter. And luckily, you guys both just start laughing. Um, like, what the fuck? I think he stopped in shock. Like, you just tried to knife me. You just buttered me. Had you been cutting a steak... <laughs> I could be dead. I'd be scarred for right. sure. Unless it was my throat. Uh, I, I, think, I think I just was like... I, went, I just went at his face. I could have fucking poked his eye. Like, it could have been bad. Right. It could have been bad. Of course. But I, I absolutely tried to stab him in the face with a butter knife. <laughs> <laughs> and he had this streak of butter on his face. And he just stood there and looked at me... <laughs> And I, oh gosh, I know he said something like, are you f- fucking crazy? <laughs> something like that. Um, something along the lines of And, I re- and, and it, it stopped me in my tracks too because I was like, oh shit, you just tried to kill your husband with a butter knife. Oh You're very God. lucky that that's all you had in your hand. 
because I I was going at him with whatever. Um, yeah, so totally stressed out. New mom. School is stressing me. The kid cannot have an accident because yeah. it's going to mentally set him back. We have two weeks to get this shit together. He's got to be out of diapers. Put him on the pot. That's it. <laughs> do it. But you didn't do it. And now I have not to scream at you. you not in the time frame that I needed. Now I have to scream at well, you. you and you have to scream at me. Because I would say, yes, that is nuts. Yeah. So yeah, we were both I lost nuts. my shit. We're both a little nuts. Quick story. There was another time where I broke my own door down because I locked the dog in the house by accident. And rather than, like... Get a locksmith? <laughs> get a locksmith. I just... Smash hammer, hammer kicked my own wooden door in with a bolt lock. Richie was looking at How me like... How many kicks did it take? Two. That's it? Yeah, I'm strong as fuck. That's scary. I have dancer's legs. Yeah. I can crush a watermelon between my thighs. Yep. Guys, look out. Uh-oh. <laughs> anyway. I want to see that. That's when I lost my shit. Can we do that Labor Day? Labor Day weekend. Oh, my God. Let's do that. Crush watermelons. I'll yeah. film it. <laughs> between your thighs only. I want mine. Mine wants to be the one that's between your thighs. Ooh. Someone else could have other ones. Oh, my God. Ooh. <laughs> 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 All right, Amy, sign us off. All right, everyone. <laughs> this is episode 15 already. Thank you so much. Quinceanera. Yeah, it's our quinceanera <laughs> soon. Sweet 16 soon. Again, thank you so much for listening, tuning in to Let's Get Something Straight. We've been getting some incredible feedback from everybody. Mm-hmm. We love it. Please keep it coming. It, it, like, excites us. It gets us going. Yeah. Any comments you can make, any suggestions on topics. Again, we're available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts. You can always ask our bitch Alexa to play us. Podcast, let's get something straight. She'll put that shit on. And then you can plan out all the ways you're trying to be good so all the people in your life and fail miserably like we are. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, anyway, we're going to... Aim to upload content weekly. We try to, whether it's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You can just check in weekly. It's usually Wednesdays, but sometimes it changes. Mm -hmm. In the meantime, go easy on yourself, please. Mm -hmm. Put yourself first every now and again. Relax with a beverage and listen to Let's Let's Get get Something something Straight. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.